Okay, so I'm not gonna waste too much time bringing her on, but today on Youthful Wisdom Exposed, my guest is extremely special to me. Um, she's part of my Learning for Young Minds family, um, and I thought that this was a perfect time to highlight all of the incredible things that she's doing. And so without further ado, I want to bring on my special guest today, Katya, um, and have you meet her and see why I think that she's such a bright, shining light in our society. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. What about you? I'm great for some reason. I'm nervous today. I don't I'm know. I'm nervous too. <laughs> I, I brought my notes because I don't want to mess anything up, but I'm very, very excited to be here. Can you hear um, me properly? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, today, uh, the, my documentary, my CBC documentary for our WIPCAP program, Confronting Racism, aired. And so I think that's part of my nerves. I was anxious to see what that was going to look like. And, yeah. um, and also, you're so very important and special to me. And so I want to make sure that this is set up well, that's going to really highlight all the things that make you so very special and so very important to all that's going on in our community right now. Thank you for that. I'm just so honored to be here. I've been in the background for a while, but I'm friends with camera, so so I'm, yeah. I'm glad to be here. Oh, wow. So I'm going to ask you to do what I ask all of our guests to do, which mm. is to introduce yourself as you would like to be known. Highlight the things that you want people to know about you. Okay, so first and foremost, I am a Black woman um of african descent my mom is from rwanda and my dad is from togo so east and west africa the best of both worlds so i claim both um i am a law student i'm actually completing my last semester of my bachelor's in law at the university of montreal um i am ah ooh, this is this is tough this is tough but it's not an easy thing um, I don't know. I'm I'm someone that has always been passionate about um, highlighting, empowering Black people. Uh, I'm I've been an army defender of the common Black struggle. Uh, I just want to see Black people win, and I would like to, you know, I, I would like to contribute in any way, shape, or form to to that. That's amazing. So there, that, that's amazing. And congratulations on making it into your last year. Uh, yes. I can't wait to see where you're going to go yes. from there. But tell me a little bit about the roles that you're playing currently. So you're doing all of those things, but you're yes. playing some key roles to some key organization and people. Um, what? Tell me a little bit about that. I am doing 50, 11 things at the same time. So uh, like I just mentioned, I'm in law school. I am also social media coordinator for Black Girls Gather Montreal, which is a WIPCA book club for young Black girls ages 12 to 18. I'm also VP communication, which is kind of same thing as social media coordinator for uh, IRNDUDM, which is the Black Law student union at the University of Montreal. So I'm in charge of their social media as well. And mm -hmm. I have the honor of being your social media coordinator as well. So I help you around with the post and uh, just uh, uh, putting stuff out on social media on your different platforms. 
So that's what I do. That's what I do. That's a lot to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, you're, you're, you're talking um, yourself. I see your role in my, what I'm trying to put out there so much bigger than just social media. I mean, I know that I can trust you if I want to put something out there that you're going to tell me the best way to do that. And that you, and so I see all that you put into your work for me, but you're not just doing it for me. You're doing it for all of those. You know, I was practicing to say the name of the, the society at school, the black students. Yeah. Uh, Cause I wanted to one up Usman on that. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, the, our acronym is long and it's hard to pronounce, but it's pronounced I-N-D-U-D-M. Right. But uh, between us, we call it the BSU. It's simple, Black Student Union. We know what we're right. talking about. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you oftentimes I wonder where you find the time to do all that you're doing. And when I see the quality of the work that you produce and that you're do, you're spreading yourself so far, how do you do that? Like, how do you, because um, oftentimes when we multitask, we end up not putting our best work out there. Uh, something falls along the way um but you seem to be somewhat of a perfectionist and you seem to deliver quality time after time how do you do that like what are you using to um to keep you so focused and so uh precise in the work that you're doing um i God is good, first and foremost. <laughs> he is. Uh, God is good because I cannot, I, 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 I do a lot. Sleep is not something that I'm, I'm well acquainted with. Uh, I have to say that. But mostly it's because I, I, came, into, I came into this really loving uh, social media and just making posts that really just align with, with my creative vision. That's always something that, that, that I've, I've loved doing. So doing this for, you know, Black organizations like Black Girls Gather or the, the BSU has, has really motivated me to, to keep going because I know this is important. And these are things, I feel like these are things that I didn't have when I was younger. So it's like, I'm doing this for the younger Katya who didn't have this. And wow. I want to do something that she would have liked. She would have been like, ooh, that is nice. I want to be a part of this. Or this is so cool. Like, this is super inspiring. So I'm really doing that for her. Because wow. I, I know what I would have loved to see. And it's really doing doing that for her and kind of putting it out so to inspire others. So it's, it's, it's inspiring others that's kind of motivating me uh, to keep on going. And I just want to say, I, I am a perfectionist. But I have... I'm, I've made so many mistakes. I mean, in the past week, I've made 70,000 mistakes. So I just want to put it out there. It might look nice, cute, and polished, but there's always going to be that typo. There's always going to be that crooked line. But um, you, you just keep going with it. And it's really, it's really the, the effect of it that, that kind of pushes me to, to try to juggle all of those things. But at the end of the day, it's something that I, I genuinely like to do. Wow. God, there's so much in what you just said that needs and deserve to be unpacked a little bit. Like, wow, the way you articulated your motivation to do what you do so that the little girl inside of you has a moment to experience things that 
she didn't have access to mm. and to do for me that that's that's really inspiring it really is mm-hmm. and i think that it's probably true of a lot of the young people that i see doing things now it's mm-hmm. um i'm i'm proud i'm proud to uh to know you and to know all of the other young people that i'm working with and seeing all this so much of yourself being put into the work that you're doing mm. you know uh youth is by no means wasted yeah. on the young yeah. i see that proven time and time again as i get to talk to you and people like yourself and i get to see what you're doing and and just how much you're really putting into it like you know just congratulations for for all that you're achieving and i think you say like yeah sometimes it's not always perfect and i do mess up sometimes but you've got the the mindset that when i put when i do put it out there it's going to come out um with my best efforts um mm-hmm. on display and uh, oftentimes that happened that that's incredible um i i wasn't going to go with this question but this day has been um extremely emotional for me i mentioned mm-hmm. earlier that um with Kemba Mitchell from Wipka um mm-hmm. and Rachel Sabet from um the Confronting Racism discussion group we were been working on a on a documentary for the last couple of months with mm-hmm. um with uh, Sherry Okeke from CBC and mm-hmm. today that came out and listening back to it and seeing all of the work that's happening um all of the great achievement and um gains that we've been making in the black community uh made me extremely emotional but i know that a big a big force behind all of that work mm-hmm. is our young people young people mm-hmm. like you and the other members of the black girl gathers group and i i also got to sit in on a webinar last night with um yeah. some some black people that are doing incredible thing again young people i yeah. i've recognized from the beginning that you um your generation is putting a lot of energy into yeah. into bringing about the kind of change that our community needs mm. right yeah. um and i know that you find support i've you know i know where you find some of your support from but outside of the groups that you are part of where else do you find support where else do you find the strength to keep going and giving so much of yourself um i feel like a part of it is i have a very solid group of friends other than uh the groups that i'm a part of that right. um share my same values and that allow me to have sometimes the hard conversations but also uplifting conversations that 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 kind of fuel me as well um other than that um i i mean i'm part of i'm i'm part of a book club so i i do i do used to i used to read a lot i don't have as much time as i used to have but i used to read a lot about about the black experience i mean i can name uh maya angelou's i know why cage for things um and just uh seeing black people being be be the center of the of the narrative uh, right. that has inspired me as well Um other than that uh because I do a lot I like to venture really elsewhere other than you know always focusing on you know 
those critical issues. Um, I like to listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm really into uh, stand-up comedy, and there's wow. a group of people, um, Kev on Stage, so Kevin Fredericks and his entire gang, Kev on Stage Studios. I encourage you guys to go check that out. They're <laughs> hilarious. They're a group of Black stand-up comedians and social media personalities um, okay. that just, that just um, you know, I feel like they 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 have the culture and and uh, by by laughter with laughter so with humor rather. I love that. So um, I love to laugh. I love I love humor so much. <laughs> I I low key pride myself to be the funny friend. So um, instead of comedy, <laughs> I'm really into that. And once COVID is over, I cannot wait to get out there and listen to live shows because I mean humor and laughter is really something that that helps me. Um, push forward and recharge. Wow. That that touches on something that I've been thinking a lot about. Mm. My intention with this with this live and and with giving you and other young people a chance to shine is really to see to highlight what's going on. That that has been my intention from the beginning. There's no specific thing that I want to target in on, but I see as I talk to more of you that there's a lot that comes out about what you experience in the skin that you're in, mm -hmm. what your experience is like and how difficult that is and how you're working towards bringing about change. Yeah. Um, I was taught, I had a conversation with my daughter recently and she said to me, something that is extremely profound and that mm. went straight to my heart. She says, what would the hopes and dreams of Black people look like if racism didn't exist? And mm. like, how big is that? And to mm. come from a child. And that's part of what weighs me down in the work I do is I mm. see young Black people struggle so much with trying to deal with the effects of racism mm -hmm. to to um you know to heal themselves from it to uh prevent it as much as they can being in spaces where they'd be exposed to it and it breaks my heart to see that as young people there's so much else you could be doing with your life yeah and i was i was confronted with that um you mentioned him before my friend usman uh we would have we were having a discussion about interracial relationships and um you know whether you know it was black love and that's it and if it's not black love then you're against the struggle and he he asked me, he was like, is your entire existence like centered around defying the white man? And is that is that a good thing or not? And I was I was taken aback and had to do some reflection. Um, I had to reflect upon that to see like, is everything I'm doing centered around, you know, the struggle and who who am I as an individual? And like you said, who would I be if racism didn't 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 exist? So, so that was definitely something I had to had to think about recently as well. Wow, no, and I think it's something that we definitely need to have more conversations about. Is I love it. I loved when you said that. You know, you're finding other ways, like because as Black people, there's so much more to us than what racism yeah. puts us through. There's mm -hmm. so much more, um, and I think, like you know, we talk about our resilience about. Mm. Our, our strength and all of that but also we are just regular human beings yeah. with regular desires and mm -hmm. and you know uh regular needs 
for uh, for feeling complete, for for exploring, for enjoying the passions that life has to offer. And mm -hmm. for me, I think when I hear you say that, I feel comforted somewhat that you are taking stock of being a whole, well-rounded yeah. person. Mm -hmm. And uh, th that does give me joy. And I think and I'm happy to hear that also that you're having those sorts of conversations with yeah. your friends, because I think especially now with with this spotlight yeah. on our, our our situation um, mm -hmm. and this need for change, I feel like it's at the forefront. You know, yeah. I talked earlier on about how when we did that workshop with how all of the kids wanted to write something about their experience and um and we need to start highlighting all the mm. other great things about who we are yeah. um who we really are and, mm. and what makes us complete human beings like yeah. you know so so bravo to you for that i Thank i'm you. gonna go to my prepared questions now yeah. if if you don't mind no go ahead go ahead <laughs> and i'm just i'm just gonna say again I'm sorry if you're asking questions and I'm not responding. I really want to just give this time for Katya to shine. I will stay back a little bit at the end if there are any specific questions that you'd like like to ask. Um, okay, so given your inclination towards activism and community involvement, do you feel pressured to be uh, uh, less authentic um, in the other aspects of your life? And we kind of just touched on that yeah. um, in some ways, but but do you feel that sense? Like, do you feel like that everything and everyone around you expects you to be one dimensional? Yes, absolutely. And that came with um, with being a part of, of uh, organizations that are gaining a lot of traction and a lot of attention. Um, I mean, you know, Black Girls Gather has been interviewed by CBC countless of times. Uh, even with the uh, my university's BSU, we've gained a lot of followers on Instagram, 100 followers, 100 more followers on on Facebook, and so on wow. and so forth. So now I'm stuck with the, you know, hi, I'm Katya, social media coordinator of Black Girls Gather, and I run DDM. Like, go listen to my podcast. So it's like, um, there's this kind of struggle between, you know the girl I was coming into this and like the kind and the position that I've been given as social media coordinator where it's like I sometimes I feel like or I expect others to expect from me you know perfection and you know professionality and you know excellence and so I I push myself to put out quality work but there's a point where because I have to do that consistently and every post needs to be aesthetically pleasing and culturally relevant and, you know, no typos and the lines need to be straight, um, it starts to feel like work. And um, I'm like, where, you know, where's, where's the passion? Where, where's the intent? Where's the story? Because right. I, how I, I make my posts or how I used to do that, um, everything kind of like aligned my spirit. I looked at a post and I was like, yes, this is it. But when I, when something needs to come out, something needs to come out, whether right. your spirit aligns with it or not. So right. it has started to feel like work and um, had me, had me reflecting like, are, like, is, are you like, are you being fake? Like, is this, are you, you're not being authentic, but at the same time you need to produce. 
So this is a struggle I'm still, you know, going through because I haven't had, because I'm in the middle of it, I haven't had the time to take a step back and, and think about how I need to find a way to kind of like marry those two ideas. Like you can, you can still, you can be authentic without having to pour your heart and soul out of in every single post because that's kind of impossible to do like I'm doing a lot of things and a lot of things need to be I need a lot of work needs to be put out and I can't I can't put my heart and soul in in every single one of them I can put pieces but not everything and I my creative mind has I has a willingness to to put everything in but I can't do that right for it to be viable and sustainable so I'm still kind of struggling through that um hopefully I'll try to figure it out but um yeah I think I think that you're you're doing a great job um trying to figure it out and I really I have to say this now I really appreciate you being so transparent so open at this time because my hope is that as young people come on here and allow me to poke a little bit and get them to share a little bit is that it will encourage the other young people mm-hmm. who um, want to do something, who yeah. are doing something and are, are questioning, you know, themselves about the effectiveness of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think like, you know, you are an entirely whole person with so mm-hmm. many parts of you. And, um, I know that it's very important for me to Mm -hmm. tell you all the time how much I appreciate you. I appreciate your work. I appreciate all you're doing out there. When I see something you're doing, that's fantastic. But that in no way um, means that I expect you to be completely perfect all the time. And I hope that you know that. And all of Of the other young people that are putting so much in to what they're doing have the room and space um, and people around them who will allow mm-hmm. them to be their in their whole self, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and so thank you for sharing that, and and I hope that it will serve to inspire someone else out there mm-hmm. that they don't have to be one dimensional, mm-hmm. that they can be their whole self, that they can give to something and and take from something else, that you yeah. know. And uh, they don't always have to be perfect and always have to be advocating for something, but they can be uh, full humans, like enjoying Absolutely. all all of life. I love that you said um, that comedy is one of the things you go to, yes. because one of the things I've discovered in looking into you and what all the other things you're doing is that you are, in fact, really funny. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, I think that you're very funny and it's it's really nice for me to see all those other parts of you shine in what you're doing, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I really hope that it will serve to inspire others to uh, to get into doing things and knowing that that's not going to define all of who they are. And, um, mm-hmm. and, um, and also, uh, I hear you saying that you are, uh, you're trying to find ways to strike balance. And I mm-hmm. think that part of that is relying on other people, learning to say, I've had enough at this point, yeah. or I am not. And, um, and, and leaning on other people, can you take this on now or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is. And I think that that's all of those, 
ways in which we can preserve our energy so that we can continue this fight, uh, you know, continue doing the things that we love, that we're passionate about. So Mm -hmm. again, thank you for being um, transparent and open about, about that. It's not all smooth sailing all Mm -hmm. the time, right? It looks good. (laughs) It looks good, especially with social media. I mean, everything on social media seems picture perfect, but you know, you don't you don't post your face waking up in the morning on social media and you don't post you know a, a draft of a post on social media you'll always post the picture perfect version of it so it's 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 for people to realize like um you don't you don't have to be perfect and often often i don't know if it depends on people's personality but i'm the type that um i'm very critical of myself like i i'm kind of a perfectionist and it's Oftentimes, it, it won't be others that expect that much from me or expect perfection from me, but it's the voice or the story that I tell myself of what others expect of me. So it's also realizing um, that you need to express yourself, like to express yourself, like you said, and mm-hmm. let other people know, like, I cannot do this or delegating. That is something I've learned. Yes. Uh, the, these last few months, <laughs> delegating is something I've had a lot of trouble with. Uh, admitting you need help is not failure. Um, That's something I've also learned. So uh, absolutely. Um, Perfection doesn't exist. And um, (laughs) it's a myth. um, It's a myth. It's a myth. It's a myth. I like that you say that. Like oftentimes people in, in positions like the ones you hold, we have these like unrealistic expectations of ourselves like ourselves right Mm -hmm. so so it's really an inside job to get to that point where you're like i don't need to be perfect and on top of that no one expects me no one expects me (laughs) and i just want to reply uh empress ala just asked if i'm a virgo yes i am (laughs) i am a virgo and i fit in all of the stereotypes and i hate to say it but it's true but um (laughs) Be nicer to yourself. Like I, I've learned like 2020, 2021, be kinder to yourself. Uh, speak to you, speak to yourself like you would speak to your friend. Stop being overly critical. Like you said, lean on other people. That is so important. It is so, so important. And I've had, I, I've had a lot of trouble doing that, but I've, I've, I've learned, um, I've learned to do that. Yeah, and it's not, it's not, um, you know, okay, I've realized that now, so I'm there, and it's done. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. the kind of thing, and we talked about that a little bit earlier, that it's it's ongoing, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, and you have to keep working at it, and the more you, you do it, the more you exercise your mm-hmm. right to not be perfect all yes. the time, mm-hmm. and to be kind to yourself, and that yes. you deserve your kind your own Mm -hmm. kindness, your own love, and your own patience, Mm -hmm. um, the easier it gets to to do that. And you, Mm -hmm. and you know, you'll, you'll, um, you'll get there, but it's, it's a continuous um, journey. Definitely. Continuous effort. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that you're doing a fantastic job so far and such a great example, you you. know, um, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring you on today is is just to highlight that I think that your mind is in the right place and that and that you you have a lot to offer and that you have come to grips with a lot of things that young people uh, your age are struggling with and so to offer that example to them is um it's it's just invaluable and it um just uh super key at this point thank you yeah so thank you um 
like I just said, you are an example mm -hmm. uh, of, of what it can look like to, to serve and at the same time be, um, live out your passion and, and, mm -hmm. and that. Is there anybody historically that has influenced you in any way into, uh, into being that way, into to living the kind of life that you want? For so yes, there have there have been a few people that have that have influenced me, and one of them is Nina Simone. So I I really like music, uh, black music especially, and um, I like I, I I had a phase where I was obsessed with you know fifties to sixties kind of music. So all the Etta James, Aretha Franklin, Dinah Washington, um, and Nina Simone. And I remember I was like what like maybe. 13, 14, and I heard her rendition of Strange Fruit. And I was like, I need to stop what I'm doing. Who is she? Where is she from? I need to know everything about her. And just the way she carried herself, her talent. She's a, she was a talented um, singer, pianist as well. Um, and she, the message that she um, shared um, with her art, with her singing, really inspired me. And she... Uh, alongside all of her contemporaries really kind of um, taught me that, you know, Black is beautiful, Black is talented, and, you know, there there is no other, no one else does it like us, especially, um, you know, back when I was, I was a little younger, uh, you know, society wasn't, wasn't saying that about Black people, so I really kind of, um, you know, leaned on, on Black music, and those kind of activist artists to to kind of defi help define um, my my blackness and and who I am as a black woman. So um, she really kind of uh, opened the door for me um, to to appreciate my blackness and my womanness uh, in such an impactful way. Um, yeah. Wow! Wow! I, I I love Nina Simone as well, and I think I think that that's the great thing about the arts that yes. sometimes it's like it's a beautiful way to deliver um and to have an impact yes. on on others and to mm. deliver your message like through song like there's yes. so many people so uh, in our history and um that have used their art mm -hmm. to you know to send a message to encourage mm. others uh to uplift um our 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 people, our community. Yes. Um, so, wow, that that that's pretty powerful. Um, and you are somewhat of an old soul, aren't you? I am. <laughs> I'm still, like, I like to listen to music through eras. I'm, like, a few decades behind, so I'm still in the 2000s music. I'm not <laughs> at 2020 yet, but I'll get there. But, yes. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so now we know who his who historically has mm -hmm. um, had an impact. What about now, currently, someone mm -hmm. who's doing something, mm -hmm. um, and again, it could be through their art. It could be an author um, mm -hmm. or, you know, an activist, or mm -hmm. maybe it's a, an educator. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anybody who's currently now serving, serving their community, serving others that, that you... Um, that you find value in in their work and it's and and find it useful for what you're doing. 
so I mentioned him a little bit uh, previously, Kevin Fredericks, who uh, is a stand-up comedian, but also a social media personality. And the way in which he inspired me is that um, he kind of, um, he created a community of like-minded individuals and kind of built from scratch, like a, a small empire of uh, stand-up comedy. And that inspired me uh, in the way that I could do the same and that I don't necessarily need to be co-signed by, you know, uh, big organizations, but I could really build from the ground up with like-minded individuals. Um, okay. And he really is a supporter. He's a black man. He's a supporter of the black community. So really just creating a safe space and a, a safe space and a community to kind of um, like, um, I don't know, like people say sh iron sharpens iron. So like-minded individuals that kind of lift themselves up and bet that better themselves um, to, to the best of their ability so that they can put out, um, whether it's art, whether it's, you know, music, whether it's um, social work, just so that you can become the, the better version of yourselves and do the best that you can do, but do that in community. So he, he did that in his field, in the, you know, in the stand-up comedy field. Um, but the way in which he did it kind of inspires me to do that um, in the different fields that I would like to, that I would like to, to go into. Right. Um, other than him, again, with the singers, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I really like music. I'm really into music. Um, and he's a current artist. His name is Toby. Nu Toby. Oh, child. Let me not mess up his name. Toby Nwigwe. Um okay. And he's a Nigerian-born uh, artist. Um, okay. And he is—he's uh, a rapper, a singer, and he does kind of the same thing as Kev on stage. So really um, brings together uh, like-minded individuals. And just he created his own kind of community, his own niche of people to um, to, to celebrate music uh, right. in a way that's super powerful. He did a rendition of um, The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. Oh, oh I don't know God. if you oh. know the song. Of yes, course. So he I'm, did, I'm, I'm, he I'm a huge fan of, of Gil. I'm yes. Of, yeah. You need to go check that out because he did such a powerful rendition of that okay. song. I have um, to. And he he's not a, like a signed artist, but he was because of his his powerful music and his um, the message of his music, the powerful message of his music. He's been featured on, you know, uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. He's really been getting traction and just seeing him doing this with his family, with his friends, with his community, kind of bring them all together uh, as they yeah. as they gain popularity has been really inspiring. And I feel like that's something that I kind of, the people that influence me all have that kind of similar trait. Like right. you, we're bringing the whole village with us. Wow. And that's really something that, that, that I, look, I look for and that, in, that inspires me because that's something I wish to do. And I feel like that I, I'm, I'm a part of right now with Black Girls Gather since, you know, I feel like we're going to go far. And Absolutely. There's, that, there's that notion of, you know, we're going far, but we're taking the whole village with us. And Oh my and, God, yeah. I love that. That is, wow. And it's evident. It's really evident in all the things that you're doing. And I see your passion for the younger girls in the group mm -hmm. and, and for the work that you are doing with them. So, wow, again, so much. You say so mm -hmm. much and I, I'm like, I, I got to get her to unpack that bit a bit. Um, we, we, we're going to have to do this again. Yes. <laughs> part two yeah part two so 
I find myself trying to figure out, okay, she's so creative, right? Um, she loves the arts. She, she, and so knowledgeable about all of that. Law, like how, uh, law. <laughs> so, so what, why law? And, um, and how does that fit into who Katya is and where she wants to go? And I love that question because I remember um, I got interviewed when I had applied for law school. I had applied at McGill and I was asked that same exact question. <laughs> and um, how old was I? I'm going to say 17, 17, ooh, child, 18 year old Katya did not know how to answer. And that's why she's not a McGill student right now, because I did not know. I'm fully transparent. I had wrote, um, like a, a letter, you know, you have to write that, that letter, the yeah. letter of motivation, right. uh, say, you know, why you should be in the school. And I had gone hard, you know, I'm a black woman and I'm here representation, blah, blah, blah. But then they were like, okay, so you're seeing all of this, but like law, you say you don't want to go, you know, into, you know, uh, you know, civil rights law, you say you're, you you want to do this. How does that, you know, you know, get, how, do, how does that fit in together? And I didn't know how to answer. And three years later, um, my answer is, I don't know. <laughs> Still, I do not know. I really do not know. Um, I'm in, I joined law school because I was, I like to talk. Some people might think I'm shy, but I like to talk. Um, I'm, eh, I don't, I'm stalling because I don't know the answer. Um, but I don't know. I, law, why not? I feel like this, it's, it's, um, it's the field that's important. Um, and hmm. it's an important field. I feel like the things I have learned are, um, are going to equip me in where, in whatever field I actually end up in. I'm right. not the, I'm not the law student that's like, yeah, so I'm going to work at this firm and this is the specific right. uh, you know life right. field I'm going to go into and I have a vision and my name is going to be on the wall for all the suits watcher that know that little reference like I don't have the vision of you know the law firm and my name is going to be on the wall but um I I feel like it's it's a law is is the oh I have the word in French in my mind but it's the it's the perfect trampoline to to get me to land to where I need to go Okay. And um, I feel like there are a lot of other things that I could have done. Like, you know, people are like, why aren't you in marketing? Why aren't you in this? Why aren't you in that? But I feel like I'm here for a reason. Right. And, you know, we'll find that out, you know, in, in 10, 15 years. But um, who knows? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Which is crazy to say. Wow. No, but I think that that's good. And I think that it's okay. And I think it represents how a lot of young people must mm -hmm. feel right now. But I think that the beautiful message there is that just because we're not exactly sure where we mm -hmm. want to go, doesn't mean that we stop moving, right? Mm -hmm. that, that you keep moving forward mm -hmm. and, and also trusting the process. And like, you know, like, it feels good right now. So it mm. mu they, there must be some purpose to yeah. it. Um, 
But I, I think that it's completely normal. Mm -hmm. I, I think that a lot of university students are in places where they're not even sure why they're in that particular field of study. Mm -hmm. And they're not even sure where they need to go. But mm -hmm. um, I think that it's refreshing to have mm -hmm. you be so honest and open. And oftentimes, uh, and I think this is going to lend itself really well towards other people coming on and being really open about how you know mm -hmm. what what the, the experience of being young and gifted um in our society at this particular time can look like it mm -hmm. it means not always having the answer yeah. and and knowing that no one no one is expecting you to always have the answer so thank yeah. you for being completely honest about that i think that someone is echoing those exact yeah, thoughts familiar. right now um for sure i like again like with the last two there's a hundred things i wanted to be able to ask you um and just to be able to give you the space to to shine and be you and be heard um Thank you. There's one question that I have for you that wasn't really prepared, but I'm mm -hmm. feeling led to ask right yeah. now. If you had the ear of the world listening mm -hmm. right now, and you could say something, and again, keeping that same energy, <laughs> um, what would it be? Like, what, what would be most important? What is the thing that lays on your heart right now that you think people need to know? And it doesn't have to be about you. It could be about the work you're doing. It could be about something you're passionate about mm -hmm. or some, um, some change you'd like to see. And it could also be about something that you think is going really well and, and need to have, um, you know, need to have space to be heard. If you had the ears of the world right now, what would you say? So if I had the ears of the world, I would, I would like to specifically reach all the young Black girls and young Black boys, because I feel like that's always been, been my, my preferred audience. And those are the people that I, I make my, you know, my work for. Um, I would tell them to, to not doubt themselves as much as they do. And uh, I would tell them, like, you got this. Like, there's a lot of things going on, and especially in our social climate, um, like, don't doubt yourself. You got this. And ooh, one thing that I would have loved to hear when I was young um, you being here is enough and i'm still learning this but like you just being here and being alive is enough um because oftentimes and i'm very guilty of that i just i define my worth by the things that i do and not who i am as a person so you just being here even if you did nothing if you just stayed in your house on your couch all day just staring at a wall you just being here is enough you are enough you got this and don't doubt yourself. That's what I would say. <laughs> I'm just gonna let people think about that for a moment. That is, that is some powerful stuff. That is some powerful stuff and so, so true, you know? It's so, there's so much truth in that and 
And I think, wow, I'm blown away because that's, I feel like that is exactly what, what young people need to hear mm. at this moment. You know, there's this thing that happens when a group of people suffer in a similar way. Mm. They tend their bond, their loyalty to each other, their uh, sense of community mm. tends to strengthen. When a group of people suffer in a similar way, they become strong. They, become, they learn to lean on each other. They learn how to support each other in a way um, that's different, that looks different for other people. Uh, I see that happening time and time and again in our community um, mm. with, with our, and in particular with our young people. And you want to say something to the world and it's something that's going to benefit other young mm. people. Like, mm. And that's something that um, I don't want to give the impression that, oh, like I'm super knowledgeable and, you know, I'm bad girl, but this is something that I've had to to struggle through to to realize and something that I have to remind myself constantly because of a lot it's crazy to say but a lot of the things that I do is because you know I want to fit into that you know black excellence box and you know you need to do 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 because you know your your blackness is a detriment and not you know and not something that benefits you necessarily that's what society often tells us but I need to, you know, oftentimes I need to, you know, stop myself and, and tell myself that you just being there, if you weren't social media coordinator for Black Girls Gather, for IRNDDM, for Michelle Short, you would still be enough and you would still be worthy. And that's my message to everyone. If all of your great accomplishments, all of the things that you post on your LinkedIn pages and your Instagram pages and your Facebook pages, if you did none of that, you would still be worthy and you would still be enough. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, that's powerful. I think that's powerful for anybody to, to, to get to. Um, mm. But I think it's especially powerful for our young Black people because mm. of all the reasons you've said. Um, mm. the, the, the crazy thing about being young and Black is you have all the regular stuff to deal mm. with that, that yeah. a young a young person would deal with regardless of their their color or mm. regardless of their space in society they um there are things that come with being young regular struggles that they deal mm -hmm. with but on top of that they live in a society that places uh less value on them because of the skin that they're in and mm. and gives them less space to be themselves so to come at that from that angle as a young black person is pretty powerful uh, to be able to set that sort of example for other young black people is pretty powerful and pretty important at that point. So that, that is, thank you. Like, you know, thank, thank you. you so much. Um, I, I wanted to bring you on because I wanted to give, a chance and the space and time to highlight, you know, where your mind is. And I love mm. the fact, and I really, really love the fact that you're so well-rounded um, mm. in, in all the things you're doing, but the way you think and the way you go at things. And I wanted to be able to highlight that. And you being here today has exceeded 
all of um, my expectations about that. So thank you so very much. I, I really want us to end on that note on what mm. you said there. I think that um, I, I really hope that we could share that, that we're, the work we're doing mm. will bring more and more young people to that space where they know that they're enough just as they are right mm. now in this yeah. time and mm. everything else they do is gravy like mm. everything else yes. we put out there um thank you thank you for having me uh and I, again i really think we're gonna have to do a second one on this mm. but um again i i wish you all the best in all of your endeavors and um and i appreciate you being here i appreciate you being so open and so honest about all of the things the highs and the lows mm -hmm. of being katia and all the things that she's doing so thank you so much thank you for having me thank you <laughs> hello everyone and thank you so much for being here today and um and joining in with me as I give Kathy a chance to, to shine some light on um, what's going on right now for her, all the things that she's doing, uh, the difference she's making, and, um, and being completely honest and transparent. Um, thank you for allowing me to, to share my Sunday afternoon with you and you sharing yours with me as I do that. Uh, again, in two weeks, I'm going to bring you another young uh, person who is about something, who is doing something, to, who has something to share. Uh, I hope that you will join me then. Again, I thank you for being here today, and I wish everyone a fantastic Sunday afternoon. Strength, courage, and wisdom.